Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. I'm your host, Dale York, and I designed Just Fish Outdoors to focus on freshwater, lakes, and streams, and to provide information, tips, and techniques, along with how-to segments for catching everything from crappie to catfish. We will also provide tips on equipment, tackle, boating, and much, much more. All of this is aimed at helping you catch more fish and have fun doing it. So join us each week as we talk about my favorite subject, fishing. That'll bring us to our special featured segment. Uh, Today on our show, uh, I have Randy Claiborne. And one of the subjects that came up and and I've had some emails about is uh, night fishing. Uh, People ask some questions about night fishing and and some tips and techniques. And uh, Randy, uh, you and I are going to talk about some night fishing stuff today. Hey, thanks, Dale. I'm looking forward to it. You know, really, we start to talk about first, if you're going to be fishing, one of the primary things is is to stay cool. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Because it's going to be miserable out there, don't you think? Oh, gosh. Really hot. Really hot. 85, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the things we'll start with uh, is we'll start talking about equipment. Uh, some of the things you need to, to really pay attention to and to have on your person uh, if you're going to be equipped for this night fishing. You know, it's it's a totally different deal when you're out there at night. Uh, you know, you have some challenges to overcome, so it's real important to get organized. Uh, there's a few tools that you need to have on your person that you you know you wouldn't have during the daylight. Uh, you know, one of those things is a headlamp or, or a small LED LED lamp that uh, you can put on your hat brim. You know, you're going to need light to do everything. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you on that, Dale. That headlamp is so important. I got stuck out on uh, Lake Fork last year. I was by myself in December. And got out there, and I had three or four flashlights out there for my hat, and uh, but I didn't have the batteries then checked, and so I didn't do a good job, and uh, I, I ended up uh, having to run back to the boat ramp and go get some batteries. So, oh, that's, man. man, that is the most important yeah, thing I can think yeah, of, you, almost. Folks, uh, you know, what I usually do is I, I usually, before I ever pull my boat out of the garage, uh, I go through a little checklist that I've created, and uh, you know that's one of the things I normally check. You know, I'm sure I have I've done the same thing you have over <laughs> the years, but uh, I usually go through this little checklist. You know, I check my yeah. flashlight, I check my run lights on my boat. You know, I check to make sure my boat starts. Uh, I, I I check all my safety equipment, make sure all my safety equipment works. Uh, you know, I check my uh, uh, spotlight. You know, a spotlight's invaluable when you're when you're moving around at night and with your big motor. You really, really, really need to have a spotlight. Just go through that checklist before you ever pull it out of your garage. That way, when you get to the lake. Uh, you know everything works, and, and you can settle down and, and do what you came there to do. Yeah, one thing I'd throw in there also on that, Dale, is um, if you're a wintertime night fisherman like I am, you got to go through all your uh, checklist and, and get your clothing on, your, your cold-weather gear, and you got to have all that on. And, you know, there's a lot of items, you know, uh, undergarments and jackets and waterproofing and uh gloves hats things to keep your ears warm your hands warm just everything right, right. uh there's just so many things in that checklist that i think a person really needs to look at to uh make sure they have before they get out there on the night yeah on the it, lake. It, you know what we're trying to emphasize here is uh you know this night fishing is uh 
like I said, it's just a totally different creature. I mean, you you, you got to sit down and and uh, prepare for this in order to have a good time on the water. You you got to do some of these things. You know, you, you got to have a checklist. You got to go through, check your boat uh, while you've got the light to do it or the daylight or whatever. Uh, you know, you've got to do these things. Uh, uh, another just something you just can't do without, and that's a black light. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, when you're out there night fishing, uh, a, a, a black light that will fluoresce your line. You know, you can use a, a number of lines that will fluoresce. Uh, you know, monofilaments will look like a, you know, a, a two-inch rope out there going across the water. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you've got to have a black light. Uh, you know, some of the strikes you'll get at night are so subtle, uh, they're so light, the, that if you don't have a black light, you'll never see them. You'll never detect the strike. So uh, a, a good black light is, uh, it, it's just like having a, a reel on a rod. You it's just that important. You've yeah. got to have a good black light. Don't you agree? Oh, totally. I think that uh, I've had some fish in the past, uh, like you said, subtly, uh, you, you just never felt them pick it up. But I actually would catch that slight uh, jump of the line from that black light lighting it up, and that's what gave me the order to you know set the hook. Yeah, you see that line <clears throat> do something that it's not supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, it, you know, it moves left, it moves right, yeah. it jumps up, whatever it does. Or in some cases, you know, how many times have we been deep fishing a hole in the summertime? You know, we're fishing 25 foot of water, and we throw that jig out there, and that jig never hits the bottom. Compared to lawnmower hitting a brick. Yeah, exactly. And that exactly. line just just jumps a foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and sometimes all you'll see, you know, you think, well, gosh, that jig should have already hit the bottom. And then you look out there and you mm-hmm. see your line moving off to the left or moving off to the right <laughs> and, and picking up velocity at an alarming pace. So, uh, you know, having a black light is just... Uh, like I said, it's just like having a reel on a rod. You cannot do without it. So, uh, you know, spend some time. There's a lot of black lights on the market. You don't have to spend 300 bucks for a black light. There's, there's a lot of black lights out there on the market that'll do the job until you figure out how much night fishing do I really want to do? How deep do I want to go into this? You know, night fishing can be awesomely productive year-round. I, and, you know, I'm not just talking summertime. I'm talking year round. So, uh, you know, you know, look into black lights. There's a, like I said, there's a bunch of them out there, everything from Bass Pro to, to Wally World. And then, uh, you know, if you decide you really, really like the night fishing, uh, there's some others available that you can move up the, the ladder to spend some more money. And uh, they'll even produce more light than what some of these less expensive models will do. The next thing we're going to talk about a little bit, and and I really want to emphasize this, folks, is is safety tips. You, there's a lot of things that you're going to run across on the water at night, and you need to be prepared or have some kind of, of gear available uh, or have a plan available. Uh, you know, one of the things you want to do is you want to wear a comfortable PFD all the time. Agree. I mean, uh, you know, Randy wears his all the time. You know, I, I wear mine. Uh, there's just a lot of things that can happen, especially <laughs> especially <laughs> when you reach my age, where you're not quite as stable on your feet as you used to be. And, uh, you know, it, you, you sure don't want to be in a situation like that. Uh, another thing is, uh, Randy, do you sit down when you fish at night? I do. I, I, I sit down and get comfortable, and I, I fish slow, so I— 
I'm not up there really trying to muscle the trolling motor around and, and get down the banks and everything. I'm fishing usually main lake water. Yeah, you, you're, you're, you know, I, I think we need to listen to what he just said there a little bit. Uh, he's fishing comfortable, okay, and, and that's very important. You know, you, you don't necessarily want the trolling motor on 36-volt high going down the mm-hmm. lake throwing a spinnerbait at Mach 5 because that's a real good way to wind up getting wet, <laughs> especially at night. So, uh, you know, we, we talked about how, you know, producing big fish is all about picking the water apart and fishing slow. And in order to do that, you know, I, I think it's very important you have to fish comfortable. And I, I think agree. that's what Randy's agree. telling us. He gets comfortable. He has a full-size seat on the front end of his Ranger, and he sits down in that seat. He gets comfortable, and he just picks that water apart piece by piece by piece. I agree, and and like you say, I got my kill switch connected to my, my uh, PFD, and, and I try to uh, think ahead of those things. When somebody's fishing with me, I've got a rope tied on to my throwable, I just did that this year where in case uh, somebody did go in the water by some chance, and even though they've got that PFD on, uh, I've got a rope tied to that throwable, and that way I can throw that thing over there with that, and, and you know, the person's not standing or sitting in the water with just that throwable and their PFD. i got a rope where I can pull them in in case I'm out there fishing in 10 or 15-mile-an-hour wind, which I am a lot of time. Right, so, right, and right. And at night. So yeah. Yeah, and that's another good safety tip to have. Mm-hmm. You know, not only not only to have that throwable handy, but to have a rope tied to that throwable mm-hmm. where you can retrieve the person if that becomes a problem. It's not required, by the way. It's no, just a no. It's just, just a great safety tip mm-hmm. for night. Yeah, I, I I fully agree with that. You know, have a cell phone in your boat. You know, most people who who doesn't oh, have a cell phone anymore yeah, got to. But you know, have one in your <laughs> boat. Uh, you know, when you're going out for the night, make sure your loved one or, or someone knows where you're going to be. Uh, that way, if you do have a problem, say it's just a motor problem where you can't get back to the boat ramp and you're gone for X number of hours past what you should have been home, they can tell someone where to go look for you. Hey, I generally make a pre-fishing plan, just I guess like a pilot does, and I'll make a plan and kind of, and, and I'll have it a aerial, aerial photograph of probably where I'll be fishing and I'll give that to my wife and uh, so that way if something you know they know where to look for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I've got a like a, a pre-fishing plan <laughs> there you I, go. I would call it there you go yeah. and, and there's nothing wrong with that you know another thing to uh, I highly recommend you doing and that's to is to buy one of these plastic waterproof bags and put a change of clothes in there and mm-hmm. keep that in your boat at all times, uh, especially when you're doing like Randy's talking about. Randy and me fish a lot of off-peak time, meaning the, the water temperatures uh, and the times of year are in the fall and winter. And, you know, if you did happen to fall overboard and get wet, you know, you can pull out your change of clothes, get comfortable, sure. and you know, put your dry stuff back on, and, and you can continue on through the night fishing many times. Very yeah, cool. but it, where if you don't have one of those, you know, you can you can get into some situations where uh, you you, know, you really need to go back to the truck real quick and crank up the heater because <laughs> you're going to freeze your butt off. Yes, you could. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, a- another thing I, I think is really important is always fish with a buddy. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. night fishing is uh, uh, different. Uh, it can be inherently dangerous uh, if one doesn't take precautions. And not only will you fish, not only will you spend more time on the water if a buddy's in a boat, 
but uh, you know you'll have that extra peace of mind as well, and have somebody to talk to. You know, at two o'clock in the morning when yeah. your brain's not working too well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else comes to mind, Randy? What are some of the things you think about? Well, you know, I think it's a great time to get out and fish, and that's night. And that's I've got twenty three years of night fishing. I all I do. I don't hardly day fish. I fish some, but. But you got the lake to yourself. You got uh, very few boat wakes, very very little boat wakes in, at night. Um, you got calm water generally. It's always five or ten degrees uh, calmer at night than it is during the day. Uh, and then you know, instead of your fish being all up in the cover, buried up from the direct sunlight or in shady spots, at night they kind of loosen up and get out on the move and and. Uh, the other thing would be the, the that I can't stand is I'm getting sunburned all the time when I get outside and and uh, I I enjoy the uh, moonlight fishing if I can but I'm not it's not something I have to do but I I enjoy the moonlight but the dark moon is okay. Well, you know that that's a passion we have both shared yeah. for twenty some odd years is, is night fishing. We both really really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, we seem to excel at it. <laughs> Maybe we're just different. <laughs> I don't know. We work uh, all the time. We work all the during the day, and the only time we got to fish is at night. That's true. So. That's true. That that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, another thing I'll throw out there too is, uh, y- you know, when you're moving around at night. The one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to outrun your visibility. Uh, If you're running the spotlight or if you're seeing by the light of the moon, there are folks, there are people out there, folks, who will actually set out on these points and on these pockets with no lights on. And, you know, that's one thing you have to be constantly vigil of is is these people (laughs) that are sitting around on these lakes and they don't have one light on. And, uh, you know, they're not only a hazard to you, but they're a hazard to themselves. I mean, that's a real good way to get run over. You know, Oklahoma state law requires you, even when you're anchored, to have your back white light on, your anchor light. Uh, And when you're running, to have your bow and your anchor light on or your bow and transom light on. Very dangerous. Yeah. And and many states are the same way. Mm -hmm. Very Uh, dangerous at night. You know, go to uh, okboated.com, and you can read all the regulations that are required for lighting and this and that and the other. But uh, the important message is is, is don't outrun your vision. You know, if if you're running faster and you can see in front of you for a distance, you need to slow down, uh, break out spotlight, and, and uh, uh, you know, just slow down. That's the important thing. Mm-hmm. Agree with you on that, Dale. <clears throat> uh, the <clears throat> next thing we'll – the next topic we'll talk about is just in general. You know uh, – We'll we'll start talking about uh, color combinations, you know, how to lay out your boat, uh, uh, you know, where kind of key points to fish. uh, And, uh, you know, one of the things I'll start talking about, uh, you know, we alluded to earlier is line watching. You know, it's especially important for fishing slow-moving baits like jigs and worms, especially at night. Uh, You know, the fish may not be aggressive. So, uh, you know, the illuminated line makes it easy to detect the strike or the subtle twitch or anything. Uh, color combinations. Uh, Randy, you know, I think we know you're a black and blue guy. Uh, what Definitely. other things? Oh, black and blue is, is the color of choice for me and the clearer water and uh, at night. And uh, uh, one thing about that watercolor I w- wanted to kind of talk about a little bit with you, Dale, is that... Um, if if a person gets out like I did uh, a couple of years ago and was fishing some 
fairly dirty water, uh, that uh, that jig is just is not going to work for you very well. And uh, so you really need to try your scent and uh, actually avoid all the nighttime fishing you can in dirty water because uh, really that's that's one of the toughest nighttime conditions you can probably run into. I mean, I can take bad 15-mile-an-hour north winds and 20-mile-an-hour north winds, but you get dirty water and night fishing, and, man, that really gets tough. Yeah, I, I think... <clears throat> I think the bass don't necessarily exhibit the same behavior in, in dirty or off-colored water as they do in clear water. I, I think you're able to get much closer to the fish. Uh, I think uh, daylight becomes less of a factor. Uh, noise becomes less of a factor. I, I just, you know, as that water clears up and gets clearer and clearer and clearer, especially this time of year in many states, not just Oklahoma, uh, you know, those fish just go nocturnal. The big fish just go nocturnal, in my opinion. I mean, they, they, it is so important to understand the relationship between night fishing and clear water. So very important. You know, and like Randy says, you know, if you're fishing a dirty water situation, uh, night fishing really becomes less of an option. Totally. Uh, you know, you're going to have to get out there with everybody else and, and rack it out just, <laughs> just like everybody else does. And, and I'm talking water where you can, uh, if you have a foot, a foot and a half of visibility, you're all right. But yeah. but uh, it's when you're really talking about keystone uh, color or or uh, you follow sometimes get that way. You know, that's what I can think right. of around here. Right. But when I see my late... The, where I fish so much look like that, and I know I'm I'm in trouble unless I'm on a day pattern and working right. that day right. daytime fishing. You know, one of the other real real key things we'll give to you <clears throat> folks is reduce clutter in your boat. Arrange mm-hmm. your boat mm-hmm. in such a way that you can literally run from the front to the back and make laps in your boat, and you're not going to destroy two hundred dollar rods in the process. <laughs> done that. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah, we both have. Uh, you know, lay your boat out in such a way, you know, don't lay 10 rods on the front deck. You know, yeah. pick one rod, maybe two rods, if depending on how, how brave you are. <laughs> and, uh, you know, always have those out. You know, have your mm-hmm. landing net stowed in such a way that you won't trip over it. Don't have uh, plastic boxes or, 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 you know, things all over the carpet where you're going to trip, knock them out of the boat, or you're going to, you know, jump down the bottom of the boat, fire up a big motor, take off down the lake and hear a rattle, rattle, splash, and you have mm-hmm. no idea what you just lost. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty here. I've done that a time we've, too. All, we've all done that as well. <laughs> totally agree. you got to have, uh, got to got to get rid of those rods. Put them in your rod box because, uh, wow, how many times has that happened to me where I've, just you can't see real good, and I just kicked one off, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I've kicked off uh, walkie talkies, uh, cell phones. Yes, I hear just you. accidentally because I left too much clutter in there, and that's just one of those issues I've always had. Is I I do leave way too much stuff out, so I think you're picking on me a little bit. No, no, I'm right there with you, buddy. I've done okay. the same thing. <laughs> you know, uh, I've had to replace rods that I shouldn't have had to replace. You know, they went swimming without me. Uh, so uh, I, I think the point we're trying to make here is reduce clutter. That's right. Keep your boat clear when you're night fishing because you just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, when Randy and I hook these bigger fish sometimes, they'll go they'll go around and around and around the boat on you, and you have to be able to go right with them or you're going to have a real big problem. Uh, another th- key thing to point out here, uh, even in the dark or the, or the full moon phase, is fish lighted areas, whether it's a boat dock, 
whether it's a boat ramp. My gosh, I can't tell you how many good fish I've caught off of, of lighted uh, boat ramps. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's just uh, any anything that's got a light close to the water's edge. You know, the fish will feed facing into the light. They they What they try to do is back off in the shadows and look toward the light. So keep that in mind as well. You know, don't get in the middle of the light and fish the perimeter. You know, slowly, when you get up to a light, slowly fish the perimeter and just slowly, slowly, slowly work your way in. Don't be in too big of a hurry to get to the center of the light. I agree. I, I was thinking about the that, I think, two years ago in March, uh, we had moved up in a light, and you could see a lot of fish moving around in the light, and they were pretty easy to catch. But uh, the bigger fish were coming off of the edges of the light. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. So, you'll see the smaller fish dart in mm-hmm. and out, you know, to hit a shad or whatever. But the bigger fish, you know, they don't dart anywhere. <laughs> they just <laughs> no. kind of sit out there and wait for a slow, easy yeah. meal, you know. Uh, another thing we want to point out, folks, is slow. Slow, 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 slow. I don't care what you're throwing, a crankbait, a worm, a jig. I don't I don't care what you're throwing. Slow, 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 slow. Oh, uh, also, Dale, uh, be ready with a net. Yeah. Have that net set aside because if you really are, are out there for a big fish, and, and I know a lot of people lip them and everything, but, uh, you know, I tell you what, you don't want to lose a big one. And if you got a net and you're you get savvy with that net and you get pretty competent with it, you can uh, get that net down there and catch that fish. And so, uh, boy, make sure you have your net ready to grab. I mean, right next to you because I've lost some really nice fish because I had to dilly dally around to get that net out. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's a very good point. You know, it, you know, it, sometimes you just can't get to it fast enough. You know, you need to have it. You need to, when you stop and get ready to fish, I think what Randy's trying to point out is, you know, go ahead and break that net out and put it someplace where it's very easy to grab a hold of. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, you know, another thing that uh, I want to point out, too, is uh, learn to tie a knot with your eyes shut. Pick a knot mm-hmm. that's very, very easy to tie very easy to tie, and learn how to tie that knot with your eyes shut. And, you know, that will save you a lot of time sometimes when you're trying to retie, especially if you're fishing monofilament line. Uh, you know, go with something that's real, real easy to tie. Yeah, that's a good point because it's, it's tough at night, and that's where that little flashlight comes in on your hat. You'll be looking down trying to trying to find that, and if you have that vision problem like I do from uh, being a little older, you <laughs> It's tough to get that, that line through there. So. Yeah, I've, I've had to stick my tongue in the corner of my mouth more than once yeah. trying to stick that through there. That's for sure. Yeah, we uh, we all suffer from that. Uh, the other tip I'll give to you folks, uh, or one of my things, is if you're fishing heavy cover, whether it be weeds, lily pads, timber, whatever, fish braided line. Uh, you know, I, I can't emphasize that enough. When when Randy and I are fishing Lake Fork, and we're throwing big jigs, and we're fishing for big fish, we are throwing braided line. Period. Agree. Totally. Yeah. And uh, if you're throwing spinner baits out there, and even you know, the, I throw the jig and Gene Rue hog crawl, but when I get the spinner bait out, I'm throwing uh, braided. And I know some people don't like throwing uh, spinner bait. Uh, with braided line, but boy, I do, and the strikes are just uh, just knock you down on it. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like we alluded to last week, we talked briefly about it. That uh, you know, we we started actually boating ten plus pound fish when we went to braided line on Lake Fork. 
That's right. We had never boated a 10-pound fish until we went to braided line. Uh, we've hooked several of them, but we did not catch one until we went to braided line. I agree. We've had several bust off in that uh, using monofilament type yeah. line back yeah. then because yeah. I don't think they had fluorocarbon then. Uh, sum it up for us, Randy. What's what's the number one thing you think about when you're night fishing or going to, going to go night fishing? Uh, don't forget to run a line. Get out there if you got your Lowrance or, or whatever type you, you have, run it and uh, get a line before, where you're going to go that night if you're uh, going out into a heavy covered lake. And uh, run a line with your Lowrance, kind of know where you're going to go, and uh, then go into those spots. Do not go out running around the lake at night, uh, especially timbered lake of any sort, just running around it, not knowing where you're going. Know where you're going to go. Go right to it and uh, idle heck, into it. Heck of a safety yeah. point. Folks, uh, send us an email. Tell us how you like the show or how we can improve on it. Uh, if you have a suggestion or topic, let us know. We'll try to put a show together for you. Randy, thanks a lot, man, for welcome, coming on Dale. the show. You're uh, welcome. I'm looking for the next. Uh, looking forward to our next fork trip is coming up here shortly. And if you would like to know any more about Just Fish Outdoors or anything we can help with, just drop us a line. Just Fish Outdoors, JustFish.com. Folks, thanks for listening. Be sure you catch us next week. And this is Dale York for Just Fish Outdoors saying, "We'll catch you later." 